What is up? What is up? What is up, everybody? This is Steve, and in this podcast, I'm going to go over the seven habits of highly effective people. So, for those of you who don't know,、uh, this is one of the books that has led to so much of my personal and professional success. That、uh, this is one of the things that I always talk about when somebody comes to me asking for for mentorship or for some some good advice. So. I've been in the video game industry for 11 years, and this is actually one of the books that helped me figure out what I need to do in order to、uh, not only live a life that I would absolutely love, but also how to help other people live the lives that they love as well. So, going back to how I got into this book,、uh, I used to work as a contractor, as a tester at Sony. So I was a, a contingent worker. I was in a A permanent employee at the time, and I spent five years doing that, and that's a, a long time to be a contractor. And I wondered why the hell I was not advancing professionally like I wanted to. So、uh, at at that point, I I was frustrated. I was like, okay, well, I need to figure out what the hell it is that I'm doing wrong. So I started getting into something called personal development, and this is one of the books that I came across first. And after reading this book, I had so many of those those、ah, those aha moments where it's like, holy shit! How could I have been doing these things wrong for so long, and how come I had never learned these things before? It's like, how come they never teach this stuff in school? You know, have, have you ever had those types of questions? Well, that's that's kind of where I was after I got into this book, and I was like, man, okay, well, I know what I need to do now. Now I need to start putting things into effort. So. To go as a summary, this the book covers seven habits, and it's split into two sections.、Uh, habits one through three are they constitute what's called the private victory. So it's how to be effective、uh, working on your own, being effective with yourself. And then the second set of three、uh, habits, three through six, I'm sorry, four through six,、uh, constitute what's called the public victory. And the public victory is how to be effective when working with other people. And then the seventh one, the sharpen the saw, is basically that you need to practice、uh, one through seven habitually and and keep getting better because you're you're never gonna perfect you're never gonna be perfect at anything.、Um, and if you don't practice thing if you don't practice these things on a on a day to day basis or at least on a week to week basis, then it's very likely that you will lose your skills, whatever it may be. So. Uh, I really love how this book is organized because it starts off by talking about paradigms and principles. So principles are the the natural laws, so to speak. So being effective, there are laws, and just says there are laws in nature. So in gravity, you can like or dislike gravity however much you want, but the matter of the fact is, gravity is still going to be there. Uh, no matter how much you like or dislike it, well, when it comes to effectiveness, there are、um, there are natural laws as well, and it explains that th- through each of the habits. So the paradigm is how you see things, which relates to the principles. I mean, if you you can see these principles as good things, you can see them as bad things. It doesn't matter if you like them or dislike them. You just have to understand them, and then when you align your actions. To go along with the principles, that's when will that's when you will reap the rewards of whether you 
follow or do not follow these principles. So it also talks about that this personal development is an inside-out approach. And what that means is that everything that you will achieve or everything that you see on the outside of people is a result of what's inside of them. So if you want your outside world to, to prosper, your inside has to prosper first. So you have to work on, on everything on the inside, your mind, how you believe things, how you see things, um, so on and so forth. Even with things like health, like you, you won't have the physical appearance of a healthy person unless you practice inside the habits that a healthy person has. Does that make sense? So um, going back into the seven habits, the first habit is to be proactive. And this is the principle of personal vision. And being proactive basically means that you understand that you are responsible for the quality of your own life, not anybody else. And when you understand that it is you to make the decisions and not somebody else, that gives you so much more control of, of what you can do and how you can accomplish things. There are so many people that I've seen where you can, you can tell by the way that they act and how they talk that they blame other people for their personal uh, successes or failures. It's, it's always somebody's fault or it's always something else's fault. And the seven habits teaches you uh, about what's called the circle of concern and the circle of influence. So if you can picture a circle on a piece of paper and you call that the circle of influence. So those are all of the things that you can control. And then if you draw a bigger circle around the smaller circle, that will be the circle of concern. And that constitutes all of the things in the world that you cannot control. For instance, the weather. For instance, um, how fast time flies by. For instance, what other people, uh, how other people act. You can't control those things directly. So it's very important to understand those two things. And one of the things I love about the seven habits is that it teaches you to focus your energy on the things that you can control. And a lot of the, for the most part, it's you. Uh, it's how you see things, it's how you act, how you react to certain things, um, what you do on a day-to-day -day basis. All of those things will are very important to you being effective as an individual. So that's habit one. So habit two is beginning with the end in mind. So now that you know that you're in charge of your own success, beginning with the mind has to do with the principle of personal leadership. And beginning with the end in mind means that you have to have an overall goal uh, so that you know which direction that you're going. So leadership is is finding a point and leading all of your actions to achieve whatever it takes to get to that point in the future. And that's, that's very important because a lot of people just kind of don't have an end in mind. They're just living just as every day comes by and they're just living with no purpose in general. They just wake up, do something, go to work, make some money, pay the bills, go back to sleep. And it's just a cycle with no real purpose behind their actions. So if there's anything that you want to accomplish in, my, or in life, 
you have to think in the future of exactly where you would want to be. And then that's where the third habit comes in, which is put first things first. And this is a principle of personal management. So once you have your goals in mind, then you have to understand how to prioritize your actions to make sure that whatever actions that you take, they are baby steps towards where you ultimately want to be. There are a lot of people that they don't have that end vision, or maybe they do, but they end up spending their time doing things that don't really matter. So for instance, uh, especially here in the US, there's so many people that spend so much of their time on pure entertainment. So there, there are no um, educational benefits. There are no social benefits. It's just they sit down in front of a TV and just veg out. And yeah, it's entertaining, but really you have to think what benefit is that much TV going to provide for you. Now understand there is time needed to wind down, but there are some people that spend literally half of their day, half of their week, half of their month just vegging out in front of a TV, watching stupid stuff like reality TV shows. Now, I don't hate on reality TV all that much because I'm maybe there are ways to find benefits from it. But for the most part, a lot of people do that just to just to dumb down their mind and to, to coast by through life. Uh, not effective at all. So going into the next set of habits, uh, habit four is when you start working with other people. And that is a paradigm of interdependence. So interdependence is essentially that no human being is an island. Going through life, you are going to have to deal with other people, whether it's your wife, whether it's your coworkers, whether it's your kids, whether it's people that you are doing business with. Um, so the, parad or the, the principle is of interpersonal leadership. And habit four is thinking win-win. So now that you know that you have to deal with other people, the first habit in the second half is thinking win-win, which means that Whenever you're acting with somebody else, whenever you're interacting with somebody else, I should say, that you should focus on things that are win-win. So things that benefit you and things that benefit other people as well. Because if, you th if you're selfish and you do anything where you're sacrificing yourself so that the other person can win, or you're taking from them so that only you win, no matter what, which of those two you choose to do, it's going to be a lose-lose. So if you only benefit, that means you're ruining a relationship. Or uh, maybe on the other hand, if it's the other way. So the example that I love to give is that uh, my wife, she's such a giving person that a lot of times before, she would just purely give, purely give, purely give, and never want to receive anything in return. Now, a lot of people think, oh, wow, that's, that's very generous of her, but it, it's, it can be destructive. And for my wife in particular, it was. Like she would give so much of herself that she would, she would be neglecting all of the things that she needed to do and it, it burnt her out because she was not getting anything in return. So she would volunteer all of her time and she would not make any money at all. So 
she was not able to like pay for things like bills because she'd spend all of her time instead of taking care of herself and making money for herself she would just donate all of her time to other people and other people's needs so that was very destructive of her on the other hand uh, I was the opposite I, there were things that I was doing that was very selfish and I would do things that would only benefit me and I wouldn't really care about anybody else and that was that was bad for me because I I messed up a lot of relationships you know some some friends some people when when I was doing business with other people um, it, it wasn't a win-win for them so even though I got what I wanted uh, it, it ruined relationships and just there were other people that didn't want to see me didn't want to deal with me um, and it was hurtful, you know. It, I thought in the short term I was benefiting, but in the long run it was it was horrible. So definitely lessons learned there. Um, habit five goes into uh, what's called uh, the principle of empathic communication. So habit five itself is seek first to understand, then to be understood. And this was super important, especially with me working with my wife, because there was a time where after the whole honeymoon period thing, uh, I was, I didn't really understand how to speak in, in terms that she understood. So my wife is a very, um, she's a very loving person and her, the way that she feels loved or feels important is by somebody doing things um, that she likes. So my, for instance, my wife loves food. She's, she's very much a foodie. Um, for me, not so much. So if I wanted to reward my wife for doing something, or if I wanted to say thank you for something, um, I knew that I needed to reward her in something that she liked. So I'd give her food. So for me, a reward for me is like video games. So I love playing video games. But if I tried to reward my wife in video games, it doesn't hold the same impact because um, it, that's just not what she likes as a person. So that's why habit five is so important is that when you're dealing with others, you have to understand the things that they like or dislike from their point of view, not, not from my point of view, but it's their point of view that's important. Um, habit six is synergize. So that is the, the, pre, the principle of creative cooperation. And I love using sports analogies when, it talk, when I talk about synergizing because it's, it's very visible. Like, for instance, playing football, American football, for any Europeans that are out there. So in American football, you have roles. Like, for instance, on offense, you have a quarterback and a receiver. And the way the team works uh, and is successful is when each of those players knows what their strengths are and knows what their roles are. And by understanding those things, they're able to cooperate in a way that will make the team successful. I mean, it's, it wouldn't be a very good team if you had all quarterbacks or all offensive linemen or all running backs or all receivers. You have to understand what, what skills, what talents does each individual bring to the table and how do you maximize all of those individual talents when working together so that the team can succeed and be something that is greater than all of the individuals uh, on their own. So um, that's, that's huge, being able to synergize. And then habit seven is a habit of uh, renewal. And the habit itself is called sharpen the saw. And these are principles of, of balanced self-renewal. And this is huge. 
because without this, um, I would, we in general would lose so much of what we have. And, and what I mean about that, uh, what I mean by that is, um, think about exercising, right? You can't just exercise one time really well and be healthy for the rest of your life. It's a process. You have to constantly keep doing it. Keep doing the things that keep you healthy. Keep exercising, keep eating right. And very much the same thing goes with your mental development. So you have to constantly keep renewing your skills, keep renewing the, your personal growth, keep renewing your relationships especially. Like you can't just have one awesome day with a wife or with your spouse or significant other, other and expect that to carry on for the rest of your life. No, it's a constant, constant replenishment, constant maintenance, constant working on it. And if you don't understand that, you're, you're doomed to failure. Um, I mean, even with things like uh, with car maintenance, right? You can't just have your car, gas it up once, and then you'll never have to worry about gas again. You have to constantly gas it up, get the maintenance done, change the tires, rotate the tires, maybe get a paint job, whatever it is. But that's, uh, that's definitely one of the things that's important about sharpening the saw so that you don't ever neglect any of the things that are important to you. So um, those that in a summary, those are what the seven habits covers. And in future episodes, I'll be going over each one and going into a little more details, give you some more stories about how I personally have used these things. But uh, in this episode, I just wanted to cover seven habits, why it's important to me, and give a, a brief synopsis on, on some of the things that I've done and how it's impacted my life. So that's it for this episode. I want to thank you guys all for listening in. And until next time, peace out.